Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you're listening to the Sports Roundup Show here on the podcast. It's episode 232 of the show and today we're going to be focusing primarily on the senior final here in County Leitrim. Played on Sunday between Mohull and St Mary's. It promised to be... It promised to be one of the highlights of the sporting year in a pretty quiet year for sport across the world, never mind the county. It was an entertaining fixture. We'll talk about it a little bit more in a roundup. We'll also be looking at ladies football, rugby and soccer across the weekend on the show today. We're going to start first of all with that senior final and despite a cagey opening half to the game where Carrick led or St Mary's should I say led by a point at the break it was Mohull who were to prove to be too strong for their opponents and they ran out winners on a scoreline of 14 points to 9 points on the day. Uh, fantastic victory for Mohull they were delighted after the game and after the game we caught up with a number of them we'll hear from them later in the show in terms of ladies football also a Mohull weekend in terms of the only ladies football game of note at adult level in the county was Mohull ladies who hosted Owen Rua of Sligo in the Connacht Junior Club Championship over the weekend on Saturday afternoon and it was not a day that Mohull will be too long thinking about I think poor defeat for them on the side they were depleted missing seven first team players from that particular squad and another one had to go off at half time for a family commitment and it just it wasn't to be for Mohol on the day they were down to a disappointing result in the end to own Rua of Sligo 3-9 to 4 points the final score in terms of rugby some results of note in terms of the Connacht Senior League everything back in action but now rebranded as the community series across all four provinces Sligo of course the defending champions in that grade and in that competition and they got their season off to a fantastic start they went down to Buccaneers uh, in Athlone and they won the game 33 points to 14 a couple of early tries including one from Leitrim's own Matthew Early saw them set up themselves nicely before they took control of the game a late score for Buccaneers to put that little bit of an uh, extra gloss off the scoreboard at uh, 33 points to 14 the final score there but a great start for a team ranked highest in the competition uh, Buccaneers of course uh, Sligo from a division below them surprised them on the day great result for them in their defence of their Connacht Senior League slash Cup double from last season it's all a little bit changed this year it's the Energy Connacht uh, Community Series and uh, but well done to Sligo on that particular start we'll hear from Matthew Early later in the programme uh, locally uh, of course two games of note at junior level in the province this weekend Carrick played out their second game of the season and unfortunately went down at home to Craig's on a scoreline of 10 points to 16 points. Two unconverted tries for Carrick, not enough for them to manage to get across the line against Craig's and they uh, they sit currently bottom of that division in that particular competition from two games two defeats uh, but fairly respectable uh, in terms of the scores no hammerings 14 points a negative 14 points their points difference which is respectable at this stage they still have a chance to get back into the swing of things in that particular competition in the other competition in in the Connacht Junior Cup uh, it was of course Sligo's second side in action over in Connemara and they went down three tries to five or 31 points to 20 in favour of the Galway side. They ran out winners on that, and that leaves Sligo also bottom of their division, albeit only after a single game played in that competition. There's some big games coming up at senior level this weekend uh, when the Connacht Community Series continues, and Sligo will be hosting Galwegians on Saturday afternoon, 2.30 kickoff in Hamilton Park in Strand Hill. And the following week, they face a journey to Ballina. So Galwegian's first game in that competition. Be interesting to see where they are this season as well. Now in soccer, there was plenty of action across the country as well as here locally with our junior sides as well. Some National League representation. Niall Morhan back into the team for Sligo Rovers, albeit not enough to see them avoid defeat in Waterford. They went down by a, a fairly spectacular goal from Waterford at 1-0, the final score in the regional sports grounds in Waterford City. Sligo Rovers drop to 6th in the league table. They play Derry tonight. Uh, the result will probably be available by the time you hear this, but uh, at the moment it's um, it's 6th place in Sligo. They will drop another spot should they lose to Derry tonight. A win would push them back up the table and into that reckoning for that European spot. So the best looks Niall and his team ahead of that particular clash 
this evening. And for Derv LeBurn and her PMAD teammates, it was a better weekend than her counterpart Niall on the men's side and her clubmates back in Mull. So a 6-1 victory over Shelburne in a top-of-the-table clash puts Piemont to the top of the table. A fantastic result for Piemont and probably the scale of the victory wouldn't have been expected, although uh, Piemont would have been favourites going into that clash as the defending champions. A great win really sets them up for a really, really good push. I know they dropped they drop points to Wexford a couple of weeks ago, and Wexford's still in that hunt for that league title. They won't be written off either. So a three-horse race, it's advantage Piemont at the moment in a slightly shorter than usual Women's National League season. Also in a slightly shorter season than usual, Sligo Rovers under-17 girls were in action away to Athlone on Saturday afternoon. Myrne Devaney on the pitch for Sligo wasn't to be a happy hunting ground for her side either. Uh, after the game, we spoke to herself and her manager, Danny O'Leary, about the whole women's soccer positioning within the county and some of the, the quality players that have come through Sligo Rovers, both male and female, over the last couple of years. Locally, there was action in the Sligo Leitrim and District Super League. Also, Manor Hamilton uh, late scored to put themselves 3-2 ahead and take all three points from their clash at home against Ballasadair United on Sunday morning. While Drummer Hare settled it early, three early goals in their game, 2-1 winners against Chaffpool United in the Premier League on Saturday night, while Carrick Town were beaten 3-1, a last-minute breakaway goal when Carrick were dominating the game, so St. John's take all three points on their travels there. They'll be favourites for that league, so a respectable result. Carrick Town, probably the better side on the day, just couldn't find the back of the net. 3-1, the final score there for St. John's. Now let's get on to some of the interviews and the people we spoke to over the course of the weekend. 15 different people you're going to hear from today. We're going to start with that senior final in Leitrim in Avoncard Park, Sean McDiarmida on Sunday afternoon. First of all, a beautiful day for a game of football. Fantastic crowd of the full 200 complement in the ground and they made enough noise. It sounded like 2,000 at times. Uh, thank you to everybody who uh, sent us on such lovely comments after the the live stream experience on Sunday afternoon it was great fun to be part of it and uh, thank you so much to Ronan Gallagher and Thomas Crow who uh, made themselves available to give their opinion during the games on my first debut of the the men's football we did the ladies game the week before but it was great to be involved with the the Leitrim GAA live stream for the first time this year so thank you very much for the invite to be part of that I look forward to doing that again later on in the season when the intermediate final does roll around. That game, of course, called off because of COVID restrictions uh, in both clubs. They've since turned out to be unfounded. I know Letra put out a, a statement saying that all the tests that they had carried out or that were carried out on members of the club were returned as negative results, which is fantastic to hear. But it does mean that, that final will be pushed back two weeks and will take place on the 10th of October. Now, in terms of the interviews, let's hear from members of both teams after the game. We're going to start with the the winning side and the winning captain specifically. And Danny Beck had a chat with me ahead of the final. We'll also hear from Keith Byrne, Shane Keenan and their manager Liam Keenan, while Paul Keeney and Dennis Connerton of St Mary's also spoke to me after the game. But here's what Danny Beck, captain of the 2020 Leitrim Senior Football Championships, Mohull, had to say to us after the game. Danny Beck, captain of Mohull. Leitrim Senior Football Champions 2020. It has a nice ring to it. It definitely does. Definitely does. Yeah. Um, look, we had a few home truths at halftime. We kind of carry played very, very well. They, they really, really came at us strong. Uh, we just kept at it. Kept just plugging the same thing, the same thing, and the same thing. And you're, you're going to wear them down. And thank God we did. Keep burning, kicking points from distance. Just, you know, it's a different class. We spoke to you earlier in the championship, and uh, you just struggled past Fina, I think, in one game. It's a very different feeling today. You're the best of the bunch. Best of the bunch, yeah. Um, sure, look, it's a strange year for everybody. I suppose we were getting better every game we went on. Um, Ballinamore, we felt we should have won that game. We didn't. Um, Fina, we, we were lucky to win that one, and we did. So, um, just, look, we kept learning. It's easy when you have numbers. You have 36 training, you can play a game. You're not looking for challenges. Whereas other clubs, probably 24, 25, you know, they can't play that 15 on 15. But, look, we're blessed and we'll enjoy it while we have it. A couple of defining moments happened in the first 30 seconds of the second and third quarter. Um, we had the crossbar from Keith Byrne where the whole attendance, all 200, would have put their house on him to score. But probably the one that made the biggest impact in the game was that impact you made on Paul Keeney in those first couple of seconds in the second half. He had been in the game in the first half and he, he kind of knocked him out of it a little bit. 
Yeah, uh, look, I suppose the older you get, you, you kind of see things a little bit different. I felt like if I just got a good hit in, it might might just slow him down. Like you can't keep getting knocks after knocks after knocks. And look, thank God, I got the ball when I was hitting him. So um, yeah, look, it gave us a good lift. It sets the tone. Um, but my body is sore now. <laughs> now I have to say that was it was a fair hit. But at the same time, you come out, you make that impact. You're on a yellow card already. You maybe had a name taken as well after that, and you mistimed that by a split second. You're a man down, and you're looking at a really, really big uphill challenge in that second half. What's going through your head when you're entering into that contest? I seen a fraction of the ball, and I was going for it. Like, um, like the sound of it you know you hit the ball like, because there was a big thump once I did hit it so thank God Mick wasn't too far away he heard it as well um, but no look when you're when you're going for them you're either all in or, or you're in trouble you know so just go through it and at least they came out with the ball so it showed it was a fair hit you know What's the thoughts now at the end of the game relief or did you kind of expect this to be the outcome coming into today Look we're expecting it but we're fearful of Carrick as well. We knew they would up their game. We've watched them closely. They've got better and better and better. Um, they knocked Manor out. Manor plays similar football to us. So we knew that they would drag us down and slow slow our running game down. Um, but as I said, if you keep knocking on the door, you will get through it. So we just kept grinding and grinding and grinding. And when we get a run on a team, we are hard stopped, like, you know. So thank God we did. <laughs> Listen, well done today. Enjoy the celebrations. Thanks, referee. Thanks a million. Keith Byrne, man of the match, thoughts after that game? Tired, I know, I'm absolutely delighted, look, at the end of the day you want to win a county final and I think I spoke to you before the championship even started and you were trying to draw out me what's our aspirations and I wanted to just say win a county championship but we had to get here and we had to win today and thankfully we're on the winning side today. Did you have that confidence all along that this title was in you? Yeah, look, we were kind of quietly training away, keeping things very quiet, we knew ourselves if we did perform and we manage games properly that we can do it like and today we started out small bit just a bit edgy threw a few ball away but we just said look settle down we're well able to do this and just got things going thankfully start of the second quarter you got a lovely ball through to you you made a great run you did everything right drew the keeper and then oh, everything except the shot the shot just rattled back off the crossbar what was going through your head yeah uh, I don't know spectator sport keep it interesting I suppose um, look, it just didn't go right. I didn't bury the head. I just says you have to keep going. I could have let it end my county final, but thankfully I got two or three scores after that and just kept going. In terms of the game, you struck some really, really nice scores. I think there's one or two uh, birds killed by one of them. I've, heights I've never seen in, in Park Sean before. In terms of the game, though, it must have been, I suppose, a real lift in the start of that second half to come out with such an impact so early and get those vital scores to put a bit of between, light between the teams at that stage. Yeah, this is a young Carrick team, it's a very good Carrick team and we knew if we let them get any bit of lead they would park, it's the manager's style and they could have sat back and we would have struggled then so we says we have to blitz early on and that's what we've done and thankfully it went right. Where do you go from here? Obviously this year it's it's over, there's no kind of club championship, is that a bit of a, a regret for you now? It's, it's a small bit, we were itching for it at the start of the year, we says if we could actually win a county final we could push on in Connacht. We went in 17 and we pushed Castlebar, we were 9 all for majority of the game and then a bit of experience got us so we were kind of looking forward to a club championship if we could have won this year but look it's an incentive to try and go and win next year so that's a fairly ominous threat to everybody else in the county uh, best of luck uh, congratulations on a, on a fantastic result today great performance and a well-deserved man of the match look referee thanks very much cheers Shane Quinn, another county championship. You must be delighted with that result. Yeah, absolutely over the moon. Like um, we, we put our shoulder to the wheel this year because we were hurt after last year. We really wanted to get this one back. You know, we felt we left nearly two championships behind in eighteen and and last year. So you know, we went back hard this year. Obviously, COVID kind of put a stop to that for a while. But you know, the lads were running on our own for so long, and you can see there it, it finally paid out. You know, Liam has, has us well drilled and. And, you know, it's, it's just great. Like, it's great for the town. It's great for everyone involved. Like, you know, it's just, with everything that's going on, it's just brilliant. It was really, really even, Stephen, for those first two quarters at half time, a point behind, but you really just took control of the game in that third quarter. Yeah, we we said at half time there we weren't. You know, we didn't break a sweat and we're a point down. Like, Carrick played all the ball. 
we were, we were very poor. We are very below our standard. Um, you know, a few things were said at halftime. Danny and Keith you know, really drove it on. And when we came out, we came out with a different hunger. You see the points that Keith Byrne was kicking over the bar there. Like, you know, you know, it, was, it was just brilliant. Uh, you know, really drove us on to, to just to squeeze the life out of the game, get us that gap so we'd be comfortable. And then some of the defending, some of the last-ditch tackling, David Mitchell, the two Harkins, Danny Beck, you know, it was it was outrageous. Chick even tried to track back there for a while. He didn't get as far, but he, he tried. Like, you know, that was all about to win championships. We're all there together. Like, you got two, a yellow card very early in the game. Yeah, you know, probably it was probably wasn't harsh. I probably deserved it, and I couldn't really go near anyone. That probably worked out better for for us. I wasn't out to tackle. <laughs> I'm going to stop you because they're having a team photograph there. Thanks very much. Well done. Cheers, Rafi. Thanks for everything. Liam Keenan, we've been chatting to you all. Championship uh, mission accomplished, though. You must be delighted. Absolutely, Refney. Just over the moon. This is what we set out to do, and uh, to do it here today. Just absolutely delighted. Couldn't be happier. Talk us through the game in stages, because th- that first half was was nip and tuck. A couple of goal chances missed on both sides. Uh, one point in at half time. What was going through your thoughts through the, through that game, through that first half in particular? Yeah, well, look, Refney. To be fair, we always knew it was going to be an extremely tough game. Um, nip and tuck as you say in the first half but at half time we just settled and we thought we looked at a couple of things that we could improve on and as soon as we started to improve on that we built up a little bit of a lead and we were able to hold on to that lead St Mary's came back at us very very hard there but we were able to crack over a couple of fantastic scores and that just gave us the cushion to go on and win the match Picked up a couple of very early yellow cards any thoughts or any concerns going forward in that? some key players like Shane Quinn, Daniel Beck Yeah picked up a few early cards of course you're always concerned when your big players pick up cards because you have to you have tough decisions to make if you leave them on and to get the line or if you take them off and the game goes against you whatever but uh, we, we just felt the lads felt that, that they'd be able to control themselves so to speak for the rest of the game and they did so I thought the, the lads in question were outstanding then after your second season championship success will there be a, a third oh I've no idea I've no idea uh, what, the, what the future I've um, under 10 blitz at home on Wednesday evening. That's my next management job, to be honest with you. Tell us a bit about it. who you're, who you're coaching, who, which of your kids are in charge of that oh, one. No, just my, my, my middle son. I have three children and uh, one lad playing under 10 and I'm involved with them. So looking forward to that Wednesday night. In terms of how easy is it to get from this, the euphoria of a senior championship win to go back onto the sideline of an under 10 game? Because that doesn't <laughs> happen in other sports. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. That's the nature of GA, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So... Um, as part and parcel you have to try and give back to your club as much as they looked after me uh, for a very very long time so when you're involved with your club you have to try and give something back so absolutely love that but uh, very hard to beat the feeling here when that final whistle went it was just unbelievable well done congratulations fantastic year thank you cheers Paul Keeney, it's been a roller coaster of a season for you. Ups, downs. Unfortunately, today probably one of the the downs. But your thoughts immediately after the the county final finishes? I looked the better team in the day one. You know, we we gave it our all. We didn't give up, and we're just unfortunate not to come out on top today. But we'll give it our all again next year and see how it goes. The bulk of this team still under twenty, so no nobody going anywhere just yet. And I suppose we we'd had a number of the dads in during the week to talk ahead of the final your dad Ivan was also part of that 95 team but they lost that final in 93 so they had to lose one to win one do you take any solace from that I uh, look you, you win some you lose some you can't you can't win every day you know but it is sickening you know we are sickened but you know from the start of the season to be in the position we are now you know we'd if we were told we'd get to a county final at the, after the first two games we, we would have taken it you know um, just unfortunate not to not to get over the line today you took one heavy impact there at the start of the second half. Um, what what goes through your mind when you get hit that hard in a game of this importance? Uh, look, you just you don't want to come out of it injured, and you just kind of want to. I don't know. It's just part of the game, really. You can't be worrying about getting hit. You just need to play your own game, and if you get hit, you get hit. But you just power on through it anyway. Uh, in terms of today's game, I suppose uh, good to see that the fight back that was missing maybe in one or two of the early championship games, and it's been, I think, on the whole, you look back at this as a, a fairly successful championship season. Given that, I know it's maybe not quite at, right at the moment, but uh, congratulations on on a fantastic year and a great run to today's final, a decent performance, and just maybe the little bit of experience cost you in the end. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks, Preston. Dennis Connerton, how are you feeling after that? 
I'm very disappointed, you know, it's uh, been a great whole journey, but we're disappointed uh, in, in the end that we just weren't able to pull it off. Um, the better team won today and I'd like to congratulate them because uh, I thought they had a very strong third quarter and that was a turning point in the game. Uh, but overall in the championship, you know, after our sluggish start, I thought we regrouped very well and uh, put in some very big performances and just our performance today wasn't as big as our, let's say, our quarter-final or semi-final performance and we needed to be at, at the top of our game today and we needed perhaps a little bit of a dip in their form but there was no obvious dip in their form today, you know, the, the you know, service was just as usual from them and some fantastic scores were kicked there and overall it was a, it's tough for ourselves to lose but you know, all you can do is applaud the efforts involved. Both teams had some goal chances, particularly early on in the game. Keith Byrne saw one come back off the crossbar. Donald Flynn again unlucky off the crossbar. Uh, Robbie Lowe at the other end for yourselves. Could it have been a different game if you would taken maybe one or two of those goal chances that you had? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, you, you'd be you'd always suspect that it may have been different. You know, Keith Byrne hit that crossbar so hard, but Jason Early came back and hit the crossbar. The other end of the field, you know, was a very hard shot. Yeah, we had a couple of uh, little chances, maybe if we had taken points, which, are, you know, you're always looking back at maybe, you know, in these matches and uh, put a little bit of daylight between ourselves at the time, it may have helped us. But, uh, you know, Robbie has uh, got goals for his vital goals and uh, he just probably just didn't connect that well. He probably didn't connect as well as he would have liked, but, uh, you know, it's... Uh, well, it's one of those things, you know, you're always hoping, you're always hoping for miracles in these games and uh, there was no miracle. You made a comment just before we started uh, recording the interview about the difference between winning and losing. We're here between the two camps on, on the day. Talk us through kind of that emotional situation because uh, to be fair, in tonight, today's game, it was never really in doubt be into that last quarter. It wasn't a, a point or two a game, it was four or five points, it was always a two-score game, but what's the difference in your head between th that winning and that losing and, and the emotions? Well, it's, it's disappointing, and, and it doesn't matter whether you're young or old, or, you know, for any, any of those footballers, it's, it's a hugely disappointing day. It's a very emotional day. It takes an awful lot of energy out of their bodies, mentally and physically. But, you know, for, for Mohal, there's massive energy down there, and, and it is, you know, they are a very experienced team. And they're they're very happy, and why not why not be very happy with such a with such a great victory? Our lads are deflated, but like they'll have to get over that, and uh, you know they have to get over it and have a very strong winter for themselves and come back stronger and better next year. That's what the St Marys have to do. But for Mohol, all they have to do now is go off and enjoy the capture of the FINA Cup. You know it's a great achievement by them. You know it's uh, they've been in a lot of they've been four of the last seven county finals, so that's some goal. You said that's what your players need to do. That's what the players need to do. That's what, what needs for St Mary's. Will Dennis Connett be part of that equation in 2021? Ah, well, you know, tonight wouldn't be a, a, a time for anything reflection on tonight. It's a time for, you know, just just looking looking at the great the, the great performances that were out there by some of the players today. You know, even though we're beaten, some lads really were, were outstanding. I thought for us, and they needed to be because you're up against a top class team, a top class a team with some. Fabulous individuals and great forwards. You know, you look at the accuracy of Keith Byrne today. Look at the accuracy of Ronan Kennedy. You know, the accuracy of these guys. You know, you have to admire it. And uh, just, it's, it's not about me. It's, it's all about, it's all about Mohol. This is one. This is all about them tonight. Not about anybody else. It's a hard luck today, but congratulations on on turning around the fortunes of the club and, and as a combined team effort and squad effort. It's been it's been great to watch your progress to this county final. Not too many would have put money on it uh, after two games in the championship, so it's great to see you turn things around and, and be so positive into the knockout stages. Thanks for that. Not such a good day for Mohol in the ladies' side of the house. Uh, beaten uh, by Owen Rua on Saturday afternoon over in Mohol in the Connacht Junior Ladies Football Championship. And let's hear from Emma Quinn and their manager, Barry Lupton. Emma Quinn, your thoughts after that game? Um, oh, look, at, I don't know. We were missing half our team, but um, I still think everyone who was out there played to their best and like, you win some, you lose some. At the end of the day, Connacht is a... It's a higher level, it's other teams, other counties like, so at the end I think we did do good. Could have done that a little bit better, but everyone put their heart and soul into it, so, yeah. Obviously you're uh, you're carrying that shoulder as well, you took a fairly heavy hit the midway through that second half, how's the how's the pain? Uh, it's not great now, to be honest, um, hopefully now it's only a little bit of a knock, but 
one beam a game without me getting injured. So, I mean, <laughs> I'll be grand in a couple of days. In terms of the game today, I suppose you come into this one week after winning the county final. Is that long enough to really get your head around the celebrations and coming into this level of competition? Yeah, like it's it's a bit harsh because obviously Owen Rio had two weeks beforehand to prepare and to kind of mentally and physically, whereas we only had the week, even not even just the seven days, two training sessions isn't enough to, you know, prepare for a step up like that. Um, but again, everyone did as best as they could. In terms of the girls' missions, there was injuries, there was work commitments, there was Chris and our, our communions and, and other sports commitments as well. Um, how do you cope losing a, a, those quality of players and the quantity of players? Um, I suppose because we have such a big panel this year and long may it continue but like all those girls they come to train and they do exactly the same as the starting team so it's great to have them to come in and take that spot and step up to that level where the others can't make it you know. In terms of the club obviously 24 hours to the, the lads game and I suppose now with that your own season is finished today uh, that's going to take priority you've been behind the camera for most of those yeah. games uh, have you got a ticket secured for tomorrow's game? Uh, I do yeah I hope so and um, yeah, I hope so. Shane there um, on the team and Dad, so hopefully I'll be there centre. <laughs> centre of that stand as well. <laughs> hopefully same with another cup. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to let you go because you look like you're in a bit of discomfort there. Thanks very much for chatting to me. Thanks, Brethany. Thank you. <laughs> Barry Lupton, your thoughts after that game? Look, my thoughts on that uh, disappointing result. I say it's not the result we now to look for today. As I say, coming off the back of a win last, last weekend and coming into this today disappointed but you look that's what you're going to have you're going to have that in football and you're going to have that in games you can't win them all but uh, it's a disappointing result but let again still the life for the girls Emma Quinn spoke to us a minute ago about the, the number of players missing out of a team how as a manager do you cope with missing that quantity never mind some of the quality that's missing as well yeah look we were missing seven seven in total five starters from the previous weekend where, where we had five uh, missing today and then we had two subs Look, as I say, if I didn't have the belief in the, in this, in the panel of players that I have, I wouldn't have th- shown up today. I had great, great belief in the players that came in and did their job today, and they did, it, they did do it excellent. In terms of, I suppose, what you can take out of today's defeat, uh, as you look forward maybe to next season and, and a, a run at the senior championship, can you see kind of maybe some of the places you need to improve as a team and as a club to, to really be a competitor at that senior grade? There's always room for improvement. But, um, like as I say, it's... It's when you take players from the out of your team that were missing last week. It that's 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 the really thing that you're going to have to look back on and say, well, look, will we have them another day? Surely, yeah, we definitely will. But uh, I say we just look at as, as as for next year and just hopefully that we can just improve on what what we learned this year and move on for next year. Is there a bit of jealousy maybe when you look at the opposition today and Leah Duffy who got that second goal for Arua is playing with Sligo Rovers in two hours and you're in a similar situation with Dervila where she's playing a National League game and she's not available to you whereas Leah's available to them. Does that frustrate you? Uh, look, as I say, we were just delighted to have Dervila when we had her. Do you know what I mean? she, she committed to us when, when, when we chatted at the start of the year. She has her own commitments and look, as I say, we, we could be saying the same about the other girls that we're missing today. Why can't you commit? Why can't you everyone has their own commitments and own things, and we can't make the girls do that. Do you know? I say we can ask them if they come and do it, good and well. We can't force the girl into make uh, changes that she has other plans to do. In terms of your own position, you're here now. You've won the championship. Your team has gone up to senior. Will you be on the sideline for Mohol next season? <laughs> Look, as uh, no one knows what tomorrow brings, let alone next week or next year. Sorry, um, we haven't even discussed it. We haven't even t- talked about it. But as uh, we, we we come in this year, we've won with one target and we won it as I say I'm not going to commit now to the girls and I'm not going to commit to myself I have other plans next year myself now and getting married myself now and if so that's number one priority on my list for next year Well listen hard luck today but it has been a very good season for you so congratulations on, on the season as a whole Thanks very much Bertrand let's see you again Now a try scoring appearance from Matthew Early for Sligo Rugby Club in their first senior game of the season, uh, the brand new Connacht Community Series and their fantastic result against the higher-ranked Buccaneers side, 33 points to 14, and only a last-minute try for Buccaneers really uh, took the bit of gloss that was on that. Uh, well-deserved victory for Sligo, five tries to two in the end. Matthew Reddy getting the second of those. Uh, I caught up with him after that game in Athlone on Saturday afternoon. Here's what he had to talk about. Matthew Early, 
glad to be back playing rugby at competitive level. Oh yeah, it's class to be back. Class to be on Savage Day for it too. Talk to us about the game here. First round of the, the new Connacht series. It used to be the Connacht League. It's a weird time in, in the world of rugby, but good to be back playing competitive games and, and having actual competition to look forward to. Yeah, it's just in the place of the uh, All-Ireland League. Obviously, they don't want to travel all around the all around the country, so they put in this community series in in uh, all the provinces. So we won the Connacht League last year, and we're pretty much defending again this year. In terms of today's game, obviously Buccaneers is a well-established club in, in the province. You came down here to their ground. You've gone home with a, a five tries to two victory, 33 points to 14. You got yourself on a score sheet. You must be happy. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a great turnout for the lads today. Um, Buccaneers is a division above us in the AIL, so it's a big win for us. In terms of the, the rest of the season, obviously this side of Christmas you've got the two kind of competitions, the, the league and the shield, or the league and the cup. You won both last year. Is that pressure on your shoulders coming into the game? Um, maybe on the outside, yeah, you might be looking at we're defending what we won last year, but look, we come down here today, the, the highest ranking team in their ground, and I hear some of the lads saying that it's the first time we've beaten Buccaneers up here, so we've really laid down a marker for the rest of the season. Of course, another game tomorrow, you'll be lining out on their second team. Two games in the one weekend, find that challenge? Yeah, look, I came on there after two minutes because the second team hooker isn't around tomorrow. So, um, yeah, call, got the call yesterday to ask to double up, so I'll be tired after the game tomorrow. Of course, that's a trip over to Connemara as well to play the Connemara in the, the Connacht Junior Cup competition. Yeah, yeah, look, I got 75 minutes out of the 80 today and I'm tired now, so we'll probably be sore in the morning, but I have to get through it. Well, listen, Matthew, congratulations today. Good start to the season, and we'll be keeping tracks of you as the season progresses. Thanks very much. While in Athlone, I also went along to Sligo Rovers under-17 women's, and they had a game against Athlone Town on the afternoon in question. We spoke after the game to Leitrim's own Myrne Devaney, who ended up on the losing side in that encounter. And we also had a good chat with her boss, Danny O'Leary, the new manager of the women's under-17 team there. He's only been in the job a couple of weeks, but he's a former head of youth development in the club and has seen a number of Leitrim players come through, most notably Niall Moran, but other players come through the underage ranks. We had a long chat with him about exactly how that works. Moran Devaney, uh, tough to lose a game in, in that manner with the last kick of the game, more or less. Yeah, look, at, um, we weren't great from the start. We were poor enough. We weren't getting the passes together. The, we went 1-0 down and then second half came out. We got a goal back. Still not playing very well. We still weren't putting passes together. We just got a, a goal from a corner and then a couple of minutes to go, they scored again. So, look, at, um, nothing was really going right for us, but I think it was kind of our own fault at the end of the day. We weren't putting passes together and can't expect to win if you're not playing, playing up to the standard of National League football. In terms of the second half performance in particular, you seem to be all over them. You just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. A couple of chances for a load of players in the team, yourself included. Um, what, what was going? What, what was the problem, I suppose, in just finding that killer, decisive shot? Yeah, look, and I take responsibility too for a few shots there at the end. One-on-one uh, -on -one with the goalie, I think, twice and missed both of them. But look, these things happen. But yeah, second half then, when they, a few minutes left, they went a goal up. We, we went all over the shop again. We were playing two tens. We weren't tracking back. Probably left to the backs too often and just tried to kick long all the time. But look, if these things happen, then we'd have to regroup on Monday and hopefully go from there. You're a busy woman. That's what we had you on the show last week in terms of your, your Gaelic exploits. Uh, how do you keep everything in the air? Yeah, look, last weekend was a, a class weekend for the club. It was absolutely brilliant, but back down to earth now and back to back to the groundwork. We have to we have to come back to the soccer then, and we were it was forget about the Gaelic then for this week. I knew how to match this weekend, so it was all all steam ahead for Rovers for this game. Fortunately, we didn't get the result, but look, at, hopefully we'll we'll go again, and next weekend we'll be out for the Connacht Championship and hopefully make a good name for ourselves up there. How are you finding the soccer season? Yeah, look, at it. it's good. We're, we've got Danny there. He came in a couple of weeks ago when Martin had to step down. And look, at he's done a class job. I think I've learned more with, with Danny in the last couple of weeks than having a long time. He's been absolutely class. And he has brought us on leaps and bounds in the last few weeks. And hopefully uh, we, can, we can kick on. We can forget about today, just look back on it and hopefully improve in the weeks to come. Thanks very much for having chat with Martin Harlow today. Thank you, perfect. Danny O'Leary, tough day at the office. Um, yeah, I thought we played well in, in spells of the spells of the game, but unfortunately we gave away two two sort of soft goals. The penalty, well, it was definitely a penalty, but um, we were just a little bit too too aggressive in our defending inside the box. 
and then the second goal we were pushing a little bit so it just got a little bit a little bit disorganised towards the end because we were pushing to try and get a, get a winner and then we conceded a, um, a winner for them so no it was, it was a good game though in parts we, I thought we played really well at times but we were improving we're getting better as we go along so through that final half hour you probably looked like the stronger side and most likely to win the game but then to get caught in a sucker punch like that it's it's it's, it's upsetting isn't it? it it is but it's it's all learning for the players and it's all learning for the girls now especially we've got a lot of older girls there who this is their last year under 17s um so hopefully they're, they're learning that so that they can go and play national league football at the end they've got to make sure that they don't give away a silly goal especially when we're pushing hard and we're we were creating actually a couple of good chances towards the end there, so it was just one of them where they've got to learn from that and just be a little bit better, that's all, defensively. From a Leitrim point of view, obviously, our attention on Marin Devani today, she did all right in, in places, had a couple of chances? Yeah, um, I think she some, sometimes she gets caught in, in her decision-making of what she, want, what she wants to do and where she should play the ball, but no, she's, I mean, she's, she's a great talent, like all the girls, they're, they're really talented girls, so it's just trying to make sure that they're ready to play senior football. Obviously, Murren's been up with the international team. We've got a couple more up with the international underage team. So they're, they're getting better. And uh, it's about getting them ready for senior football. Hopefully, if, if we had a senior team, it'd be even better. But um, it might be with someone else. It might be here with Athlone. But at least they're showing what they can do. So I think overall, uh, listen, the girl's done well. And uh, Murren especially, because she's playing international football, she, she is that little bit, little bit ahead of, of, of some of the opposition as well. So it puts her in the shop window that she might be able to go and play National League now next year. So. As a former head of youth development in the club, you obviously have seen some fabulous Leitrim players coming through over the years. None more so, I suppose, than Niall Moore. And you had him at under-17 level with the boys. Yeah. Um, how impressed have you been with his progress through the club? Or did you kind of see it early doors? Um, listen, ev- everyone develops at all different ages and different stages as well in different parts. And, I mean, Niall's done unbelievably well. He's got, got himself into the team, which is which was possibly hard for him um, I know he played a couple of positions as well and stuff like that and it was probably hard to, to begin with but he's done fabulously well like he really is but he's a great lad I mean he works hard at his game does all the right stuff off the pitch so listen he's a great future ahead of himself like like a lot of players that we have within the club um, the, the younger the younger players they're good enough it's just sometimes they need to wait for their chance a little bit and be a little bit more patient as well Niall was patient and it happened for him. Like obviously, we had him since he was 15, and uh, did really well for us. Really, really well in the underage, and you could see you could see his ability, and you could see his his drive. And I think that's one thing that stands with him, and possibly Murren as well, is their drive to want to be better, which is great. Like they're they're never happy no matter how they do, which is a great thing to have that they're trying to push themselves on even more, no matter what what way the game goes for them. Like. So, well, Danny, hard luck today, and uh, congratulations, I suppose, on coming back to the club and, and back in the in the role, and uh, the very best luck for the rest of the season. Thanks very much, Griffin. Thank you. And turn our attention back to local soccer. Drum a hair under lights. Not exactly somewhere I expected to be on a Saturday evening, but because of the new soccer club, uh, we went down there on Saturday evening for their clash with Chaffpool United. After the game, a 2-1 victory, I caught up with the winning goal scorer, Martin Feeney, and his manager, David Downs. Martin Feeney, uh, three points in the bag. You must yeah. be delighted. Absolutely delighted. Great performance of the race, yeah. Good to get it again. Following on from last week where we met uh, Bally Golly, so good to get another three points. It's been a bit of a whirlwind the first couple of weeks, I suppose. The first week out, probably can't read too much into it because of the, the clash with the intermediate semi-final yeah. in terms of getting football, but uh, two wins on the bounce now. It's nice as a new club to get that kind of momentum. Well, players are starting to come back now from the Gaelic, so we had a lot of clashes, dual players, so we're really getting a team together here and pushing on now, so happy out. You're talking about dual players, but uh, three sports is an even bigger task. You're also involved with yeah. the hur- county hurlers, the club hurling uh, county final next week. Yeah, so I've plenty on my plate now, to be honest, and uh, refereeing as well for Gaelic as well, so I'm very busy, but I have to keep active and happy out. Talk us through the game today, obviously uh, 2-1, uh, nice win. You got the, what ended up in the winning goal? Yeah, I was happy now. I just followed in on a rebounder from, uh, I think it was Gary Fowdy's shot, and lucky enough, it wasn't bouncing or anything. It just rolled back to me. Nice sweet tap in, so I was happy to get my first goal for the club. 
and just lads at the back are excellent today so it's good performance overall as well. In terms of uh, I suppose the importance of a club we've spoken to other members of the club I know Kyle spoke to us a few weeks ago about yeah. how important it is to have other facilities other than maybe just the football team in the town how much extra do you find this brings because you, you've had experience of all of these different sports and, and now you're lining out with the soccer team as well. It's something different now. We've never had this before at all, so we would have had to join the neighbouring clubs, Manor Rangers or Ballygolly or anyone like that, Colliery, and it's excellent to have it in the village, and it's bringing more lads in, and something for the people of Drumahair to look forward to, especially just, you see there was a good crowd out here tonight, so happy out, and they're all happy celebrating, and it's good to get the reactions from them at a home game now as well, So and they're following us to the away games as well, so it's very good. Yeah, not quite the 100 capacity, but in a venue like this where it's a no. little amphitheatre naturally, uh, there's boys up on rocks, up on yeah, trees. they're piling games. up everywhere around. They're, they're all around the pitch, so it's very good now, to be honest. And it's good to get them all out. And thankfully, only for them now, this wouldn't be here. And all the sponsors, are, you can see all the sponsorship around the pitch. Like, it's excellent, so it wouldn't be here without them. In terms of the season, when we spoke again, we were here the week before you started, and um, we didn't really know what to make of you. You probably didn't know what to make of yourselves, but no. it's been a really positive start. Excellent start. To get two wins is huge for us now. Like As the manager said, this is a learning curve. We're coming up against really experienced teams and we're just getting our feet now and we'll see how we get on the year. We're just taking it game by game. That's our focus and hopefully you get another three points now away. I'm not sure who we're playing next. Could be Callery, but on to the next one. So happy out. You had a couple of chances there towards the end. You'd come off maybe the last 10 or 15 minutes and then uh, there was five or six really good chances, but you just couldn't seem to find the back of the net. That keeper seemed fairly inspired. The goalie was very on form tonight. Yeah, definitely, yeah. It was unfortunate. I just didn't get the lucky bounce for that. Maybe myself should have gotten more, few, more shots off myself. And look, they'll come. These are coming. We're, we're, we're coming out. Like We're only training once a week now, so hopefully up at the two and we'll see our shooting boots. They'll be on the next one. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Bethany. Cheers. David Downs, uh, you have a look of a happy enough man there, although your face isn't showing it, but you've, you feel content or you look content. Yeah, fabulous result. Um, went behind to, you know, a lucky, a lucky enough goal for them in, in the first half. But the, the guys showed great resilience and great effort and uh, yeah, we came out the right side of the result. Um, Good win for us, a second win on the on the Troppers. In terms of, I suppose, that second win, it's your third game. Let's talk about that first game, because I know you weren't here, because no more than myself, you were in Carrick and Shannon for that intermediate football match. Um, it's a very different side in the last two games than it might have been that first day out. Absolutely. The first team, the, the first day, it was, I mean, basically our under-17, under-18 team represented the club. Um, oh, everybody else was away playing Gaelic football that day. Um, but as I said, we are a different team now. We've got a lot of Gaelic players back. And we've got a lot of uh, new people into the club in the in the last few weeks, you know. And it, it definitely does make all the difference to, uh, to to our club. In terms of the last two games, what's been the biggest takeaway for you? Biggest takeaway is the work rate, absolute work rate. You know, guys are putting in a shift for ninety solid minutes. You know, it's it's just work, work, work. It's 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 very simple game. Um, guys work hard. They're going to be hard to beat uh, in this division. You've got 10 teams who are very close, very similar to each other, and it's the team who works the hardest and the team that wants it the most will nearly always come out on top. I know when we were here a couple of weeks ago, uh, there was a bit of a crack between yourself and the chairman about uh, where what the expectations were for the season. <coughs> Unfortunately, for your sake, you seem to be actually keeping his side of the bargain. That's two wins from two. You're up in the upper echelons of the table in the promotion hunt no, is that a no, realistic no. target it's not a realistic target this year uh, this year is a, a bedding in period for us as, as i said like last week we had five fellas who played their first ever game of soccer never kicked a soccer ball in their life um tonight another four brand new soccer players you know it's taken them a, a while to get used to it i mean the first thing one of the boys said to me when he came off the beach he couldn't believe how quick the game was he couldn't believe how little time he was getting on the ball and as I said to them, I says, lads, you're on a steep learning curve. I says, the only way you learn is to play games. And you can see it already. You know, they're, getting, they're at the pace of the game now, so they are, you know. And, uh, yeah, future looks good for us. Are the facilities a help or a hindrance in that result? Obviously, they're helping the grand scheme of things. But in terms of the style of play, if you've lads who haven't much experience and aren't up with the pace of the game quite yet, can that speed the whole game up and make it just a little bit tougher for a novice player? It can, it can and it can't. You know, we're blessed here with the facilities we have. We have state-of-the-art facilities and the, the guys have been training here for Gaelic on it for the last, you know, last year, you know, so it's, it is a bit of a transition. Everything for them is on the ground. You know, it's a short and sharp and Gaelic players nearly always going forward the whole time. It's 
two steps forward, three back, left, right. You know, it's a, it's a different game, different speed. You know, a lot more heading of the ball. Fellas have to think about where they're they're positioning themselves on the field, and. You know, it's great to see the fellas are finally they're getting to the this pace of the game and they're finally figuring out how to play soccer to the air, you know. Couple of chances there towards the end of the game, maybe a penalty shout as well. It could have been maybe six or seven. Um is that would that have been fair in terms of the game? <sighs> a fair result would have been about three or four one to, to me, you know, like we've had a few sort of half chances. Um but listen, I'm happy I got a two one got two one win so I'm happy. You're gonna change your prediction at the start of the season? No, avoid relegation, that's still that's still the number one priority. <laughs> David, congratulations, well done. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Carrick Town in the same division in the Premier League of the Sligo Leitrim and District League beaten by St John's on a scoreline of 3-1 having led 1-0 at half time I spoke to their goal scorer Liam McTiernan who scored an absolutely blistering shot from long range and also caught up with his teammate David Regan David Regan your thoughts after that? Um I think we had a fair amount of chances and just didn't take them and they went down and got a few as well and they were just clinical. I think that was just the difference. Um, we were definitely uh, well matched on that but again we had a few clear cut chances and we just didn't finish. So They came down from the Premier League, or the Super League last year and it's it's quite obvious that they've got that little bit of extra class about them. Maybe there's a few lads coming through in your team that just not quite the same experience. Yeah definitely I'd say just they, they have that bit of organisation there and able to grind out grind out a result you know and at 2-1 like they were they were talking well it was hard to get through but um, you could see that bit of experience definitely shone through and maybe we just tried to force it a little bit too much near the end and probably then they went down and got the third at the end just to finish it off but yeah definitely you could see the experience you pushed a lot of men forward in that last 10-15 minutes and you just got caught in the break with a bit of a sucker punch at the end just to put a bit of an unfair gloss in the game I think you kind of shaded most of that second half at least yeah, we definitely did. Like in a two-one, sure, we just had to push forward. Like we, were, we, we had nothing to lose, so um, we definitely committed a lot forward, and and they broke well. And that's always the risk. You, you, there's always a risk there that they'll go down and, get, and finish off the game, and that's what they done. And but yeah, we had to go for it. In terms of your own performance, uh, there was a bit of an inter- interaction with the, the goalkeeper at one stage where you kind of put a boot in. Referee didn't have it, uh, but it didn't even give a free kick against it. What was going through your head? Ah uh, yeah, he was just trying to waste time, so I just like he was he wasn't going to pick it up until I went in, so I just said I'd let him know that I was there. So that was about it. And in terms of the season, it's still uh, it's one win, one win, one draw, and a defeat. How uh, happy with that? Yeah, like it's it's it is what it is. I suppose um, we've experienced all all types of uh, results now, so only three games in but yeah we can learn a lot from it and, and push on but a lot of a lot of football to be played yet any concerns about a promotion push after that result or what are they one of the teams that are going to be up there as well with yourselves towards the end of the season yeah they're definitely going to be they're, they want to get back up to the first division and, and and you can see that there but again i think today just proves that we can compete with with the top ones in the in the division so well hard luck today and uh best luck for us season yeah cheers directly Liam McTiernan back in Carricktown Colours scored an absolute yeah. screamer today. Yeah. Um, disappointed with the result though? Ah, yeah, especially when we were 1 0 up at half time to, to throw it away. We conceded one early in the second half, which you know gave them the bit of momentum to go on. But yeah, it was a decent performance. We conceded one at the very end there, so it was probably a bit closer than it looked. 3 1. No, we'd be reasonably happy with the performance, but in, not the result. In terms of your goal, talk us through what happened. Um, I would decent bit of play down the left between um, I think it was Ryan and Shane um, Byrne came out from centre forward I was playing kind of the number six role so I just came on to it late and Shane played a lovely through ball to me hit first time and they normally go over the bar wide but that one went in so. Your first season back with Carrick Town after a few years uh, in Balnafad with Ohana um, enjoying life back in the hometown? Yeah yeah definitely it was a lot of new faces since I was here last a lot of young lads and stuff so new manager and things so no, I've, a strong team here I think we'll go close enough to going up this year with a bit of luck what's your take on the season so far because it's been three different results of win a defeat and a draw yeah um, I know well, three good performances um, we're probably the game we won was probably when the game we played the worst in so it's just the bit of luck that you need you know just didn't go our way today but 
Colliery and St John's, if we played in their last two games, they'll both be expecting to be there or thereabouts for promotion. So no, we're pretty happy with how we're going so far. I suppose in this team you're one of the few with a, a bit of experience of a couple of years and maybe even a decade or so yeah, in the yeah. league. And um, What do you think is the potential of this squad? Can they really mount that promotion challenge? Oh, I think so, yeah. Like, there's only 10 teams in the league. There's probably five that would be looking to, to go up. So if you can keep the squad together over the winter, like it's be hard sometimes to get lads out on the Sundays in December and January. If you can just keep a strong squad and keep them out every week, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll be there or thereabouts. I suppose there's a, a huge correlation between the Gaelic football world and the soccer world yeah. in County Leitrim and we saw last night in Drummahair where it's the Gaelic lads come back to go from getting hammered to being really, yeah, really competitive. Yeah. You've kind of been probably the opposite over the years. You've been soccer first and everything else is kind of secondary. Yeah, yeah. What do you take from that in terms of how the clubs operate around here? Like, Would you prefer to see more people yeah, focus uh, we've, primarily we've, on soccer? Uh, no, I think if, if lads have the time to do both, then yeah, if the lads are playing Gaelic, they want to come out and play, they'll be more than welcome. Like, We've quite a few lads here from different GA clubs. We've three lads from Mary's, a few from uh, from Shambo, a couple from Fina. So no, if the more, more the merrier. The Gaelic see. lads are always fitter, so it's nice to, nice to get them back in, take a bit of the pressure off. Listen, congratulations uh, on a, coming back to Carrick Town. It's great to yeah. see you back in, in the white and blue. Uh, hard luck today Cheers, and the best man. luck for the rest of the season. Thanks. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. An extended version of the show purely because of, the, I suppose, the weekend that was in it. So much sport happened and it's great to have different events taking place even if we can't get to it the streaming has allowed us inside the gates of a lot of these closed doors events and there are a hundred people involved back at most games particularly impressed with the i suppose the ingenuity of the fans in drum hair at the weekend some pretty unique vantage points from up on the rocks around the the new facility that's built there and the atmosphere was electric. People, uh, probably about 60 or 70, maybe 80 people at the game. And it was just little congregations of people at all levels, on the ground, some at the far side, up in the trees, up in the rocks. And it was just a, a unique experience of watching a game. So thank you very much to Drummer Hare for looking after me up there and for... Uh, for us both being available and, and inviting us along on the day as well we want to cover as many different sports as we possibly can uh, if your sport hasn't been on the show please get in touch let us know how we can help you spread the word about what's going on in your sports club or even in your own athletic life we want to hear from you and uh, and get people talking about what you might be up to as well you can get in touch with us info at leitrimdaily.com or check us out on all the main social medias instagram facebook twitter our handle is just Leitrim Daily at all of those and we'd love to hear from you and cover whatever it is you're going to do we'll be talking hurling on the preview show this week as well as a preview of the ladies Gaelic football semi-final in Connacht when Glencar Manor take on Kilmovie at the weekend uh, Manor of course also involved in that hurling final against Carrick Hurling but as Clooneen and uh, always a good day out the hurling final in Park Sean McDermott it's Saturday afternoon for the hurling and I'm looking forward to it already as well as the Junior C Championship we'll be previewing all of those on the show on Friday. That's all for me today. Talk to you on Friday.